way from Tanzania. Yeah, all the way from Tanzania, and, uh, and they minister not where you would think. They're out in the bush, and they're going to come and share today. So please welcome Gil and Dolphy. Uh, um, Manda, Manda. I don't know. I, I know I, I mount. Yeah, I, I I'm messing up that those names, but they'll be able to straighten me out here. We're so glad to have them, and you're in for a treat today. Thank you. Thank you, Pastor. Good morning. It's delightful to be here. I am Dolphy Maunda, and this is Gil. Sometimes Dolphy they call. Gil, and they'll call me Dolphy, but you know, it's good. It's not bad. Well, actually, he didn't say his full name. His name is Gilagwenda Gidali Maunda Chaimbadatog. Yeah. You know, so, and we are married. Sometimes people say, are you guys married? Yes, we are. So anyway, um, we are missionaries out to the Datog in Tanzania, so, so I'm sure most people haven't heard about the Datog because they are a small group numbering somewhere between 200 and 300,000 people spread across Tanzania in the most remote and undesirable locations. The reason for that is because they were traditionally, they were just nomadic and they would move from one place to the next place. But because land is a premium and they they are pastoralists with cows and, and goats and sheep, they have retreated to the most undesirable places of Tanzania. So they live in small pockets of around between 500 and 1,000 in each area in the bush where there cannot be any farming. So if there's no farming, there's no water. And so these are the areas that they're living. And um, many years ago, um, me as a single missionary, when I first went out was about 26 years ago, the Lord gave me a vision of specifically of the Datog. And for years, I had to search for these people. For three years, I was searching for them. And long story short, I eventually found who the Datog were. And I was able to go out and work as a church planter in the bush. God gave me, um, he gave me a prophecy many with three people that I would get the language and by God's grace I got the language it wasn't something that I had to achieve it was something that the Lord gave to me so that's just summing it up really quick all in a nutshell eventually Gil got saved and I don't know if he'll share that or not but he'll decide and later on years later we ended up getting married so from that point on we moved to a more remote location. And our goal is to plant churches where there are zero churches. So we don't go in any place where there is a church or there's schools or anything. We go to the completely unreached where they're uneducated, they have no church, they have never heard the name of Jesus. So we're going to show you a short um, video that will kind of give you a little bit of a clue of these people. Okay. 
Amen. Um, the Datog are generally an uneducated people group. They number in a, um, the, the statistic on that is about 98% illiteracy rate. So when I went as a single missionary and started working in Old Piro, the same village that he went, by God's grace, that was so easy. People started accepting Christ. They had challenges. And Gil was one of the first converts, and uh, many years later, we ended up getting married and uh, moving on to another place. The place that we moved to was called Gitta and Gitta was deeper in the bush, extremely remote, and, uh, and it had absolutely no source of water. And so, for the first three years, we lived there, and we're trying, we're trying to do everything we could possibly do to plant this church. And nothing was working. It was so hard. It was almost impossible. And we would go, we'd go to houses, and generally Tanzanians are extremely welcoming. But we'd go to houses, and they would ignore us. They didn't want us to come in. You know, they didn't want us to come and speak to them. And they would come to our house every single day and say, you need to leave. We've put a curse on you. You're going to die. Every day, you need to leave. We've put a curse on you. You're going to die. And Gil and I, we would walk around and we would pray over the village. And, and this is going into an entire year of living in this place. And we had to drive out four hours, one direction, wait in a long line to get water in uh, jerry cans, and then four hours back, three times a week, just for drinking and cooking. And then by the time we would get back, we'd have all these little kids over at the house who've been shepherding all day long, and they'd want water. And so you'd give them your water, and then you're like, oh, no, it's almost gone again. And so the reason I'm telling you this is because it was extremely difficult. And through that process, Gil and I were still newlyweds at that time, and we tried to have children, and multiple times I miscarried. And you know, you know what the enemy will do? 
The enemy will come and take something that's happening in your life and try and discourage you. So the day we got back from after having been, having had a miscarriage, a young Dato girl came up to the house and she said to me, because the Datog are traditionally polygamists, she said to me, why don't you ask me to be the second wife so that I can have kids because you're too old? And she had no idea. She had absolutely no idea. And, and that just crushed me. And, uh, um, and Gil told me, you know, he's like, Dolphy, you know, she doesn't know what she's saying. But the enemy did, and he was trying to destroy me, discourage me, and even, even the doctors had said, the reason I was miscarrying is because of driving on those bush roads, and it was just not something that we were supposed to do. So one day, we're walking around the village, and we're praying, and I just decided I was going to sit down. I sat down, and I just started to weep. And as I was weeping, Gil's like, what's going on? And I said, this has been the hardest year of my entire life, that never had so many things gone wrong in my life. And uh, I said, I think God has closed the door. And I praise God for bringing him into my life because he had the faith that moves mountains. And he said to me, Dolphy, the Lord has never opened the door and then closed it before his purpose has been fulfilled. And I knew that deep down inside. And so from that moment on, we started saying, we are no longer going to try and do this and this and this and this, but we're going to go down on our knees and start praying and focusing on prayer. And we began to do that. And we began to focus on prayer and prayer and prayer and not going to the right, not going to the left, not going forward or backwards until we heard from the Lord. And all of a sudden, things started to change. We lived in that place for three years with zero water, and the Lord brought in people to work with us, organizations, to help us have water out in the bush. And suddenly, people started getting saved. And then after that, we were able to work together with organizations to build a hospital where, there was, where the need was so great, and schools, and and. Then the Datog started coming to us from other villages, from one village after another, saying, please come to our village and plant a church. Now we know they didn't want a church. They wanted the water, the schools, or anything else that came with it. But God used that for his glory. And what we learned is when you start praying, that is the most powerful, powerful tool we could ever have. There is nothing impossible for God. Before everything seems impossible for us, God can do it. And so we just praise the Lord for that. You know, one of the scriptures that I was always leaning on is Galatians 6, 9. Let us not become weary in doing good, for at the proper time we will reap a harvest if we do not give up. Church, I tell you, you've got family members who don't know you. You got family members who don't know the Lord or, or neighbors or anything. When you pray, God moves in an incredible, powerful way, more than we can ever imagine. By God's grace, there are now 45 church plants where there were zero, zero churches where nobody knew about Jesus and now 45. That's a praise to God. God is so good. Amen.
Actually, for me, I know because before I accepted Christ, I was an alcoholic. And often she says, I don't know if you can tell testimony, your testimony. I cannot stop because God showed me his love. He changed my life. And, uh, and, and you know, in the talk, people, if, if you're sick or maybe you are, uh, have any problem, so the, the talk, they believe in God. So no place in the talk you can find anybody that says no God. Each person they believe in is God. Okay? So the difference is that the talk they believe long time ago because God is walking with people and people they're making mistakes and they sin. God left far. He left the, the talk here and he go far. He left the talk with, with, with uh, uh, witch doctors. So if you have a problem that the talk they believe you can go for witch doctors and the witch doctors they can help you to talk to God about your problem. So this is kind of area that the talk they stuck, Satan using it, but the talk they believe in God. So because I, have, uh, I was an alcoholic and my life is so bad, my mom and my dad, they take me for witch doctors. Nothing happened. They're giving cows, they're giving goats, they're giving chicken, they're giving money. Nothing happened, nothing. My life is going bad. I tell you, sec- I don't know even a second is what, because Dolphin and the team, they're coming to planting a church in Olipiro, and, uh, and one day they're calling one guy, he's using the Jesus film. I don't know if you guys know the Jesus film is, uh, uh, what did they call Dolphin? The- it's a ministry tool to, to be able to show what Jesus did based on the book of uh, Luke. The moment I watched their movie, even before, before I coming to the movie, I coming and, and I look like somebody talked to me, even before. I feel voice, and I don't know who is talking to me, but I feel something is, is different. So God, he has a power. Even before I accept Christ, the time I walk, he showed me today, the water is different. So I go and sitting down and I focus on what, 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 what is this? You know, I see Jesus touching eyes of people, miracles happening, miracles happening. And I heard again, the voice is, is speak to me. It says, your problem today is gone. So pastor, he preached. He's sharing about Jesus. And the time he closed, he said, if you have any problem, if you have anything, or maybe you want to give your life to Jesus, come, we want to pray for you. But if you believe, this is the one he says, he says, if you believe, Jesus can change your life. Yeah. I want to tell you this morning, the problem we have today is not because Jesus' power is gone. It's not because God is not loves us. We want to help in God. Always we look like, God, this is, is too much for you. I want to work in first. This is the issue. Second, we don't believe enough. We believe a little bit. Sometimes if problem happening, we believe God maybe can help us. And this is the issue. Because we want to focus on God each day. We want to believe in God. If we believe God, God, he loves us so much. So he's calling us. And I stand up, I say, Pastor, I tell you, my life is so bad. And that time, my mom, my dad, my brothers, my uncle, everybody, they gave up. They say, we're done. We can lose cows. 
But you know what God he says? He says, for me it's nothing. I don't want you chicken. I don't want you goats. I don't want you cows. I show you my, uh, my, my, I show you, I want to show you the love, you know, the way I can, I can change your life. I want to show you, you my power and God show me. God changed my life. I stopped drinking alcohol, anything. It's gone. Later on, I married Dorothy. We moving in Gideon Milanda. We just planting churches. We doing uh, a survey around the Lake Yassi, a salt area, a dry lake. And we want to find each place, snow, church, snow, even the road, no road. So we have meetings with people. We, getting, uh, we take machines and we make the road because there's no road. People, they just walk. And you know what God is showing us? His power. Guys, I want to tell you this morning, we are missionaries, but you know, this is the one I, 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 I speak. The, the moment I, uh, I accept, accept Christ, I say, God, I want to preach because the way you're doing in my life, I know this is, is you. It's not my mom, it's not my dad, it's not everybody, it's you. And I just want to speak because you guys, America people, you studying good. You guys sending missionaries to Africa? This is why we're here. In Africa, the story, I, I, I'm not half enough, but I heard that people in America, they love God, they stand up, they love God, they're sending missionaries. And this is, we are here. We are here because you're sending missionaries, they're coming preaching, and now we are here because you guys sending missionaries. So this is the problem. It's happening now because it's a generation and a generation and a generation, and God blessed this country. The population of people is look like normal. It's look like it's no problem, you know. But we want to careful because this. I tell you, if I took you in the bush of Tanzania, one week, if you, if we if you stay in the in the bush for one week, you can say, Gil, I want to go back America. I cannot, because what? We don't have menu, we don't have restaurant, you can go and you have a menu to read. Anything coming on the table you eating, you don't like, you, you like, you eat, because it's no choice. But it's in, 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 in this country, it's a choice. You go at the restaurant, you, you opening menus, look like you're ready for teaching Bible study. This is, this is God is showing, he's showing his love. You go shower. Yesterday we coming with the pastor uh, Aaron. He picking us at the airport. We coming back on the left. The lake is fresh water. How many times do you go shower? This is how I went because of a lot of people they say, Gil, so why God is showing miracles in Africa but we don't see in America? No, you, I, maybe I, I want to say it's, it's a lot miracles but Satan is switch. He's showing not, God is not doing anything in the United States. But it's not true. Fresh water. You see the video we're showing? People, they're digging down, and the water looks like they want to make chocolate. What do they call the smoothie? Chocolate? <laughs> like a milk chocolate. This is the water they drink. And it's not washing clothes. It's no washing clothes. People, they're worried about shower, about the water for drink and cooking. Shower, 
People do not care. If it's raining and the raining stop, nobody worried about shower. Nobody worried about, about washing clothes. You know, sometimes you, you go in different areas and you see the way people, they're living. It's very tough. Why I say this? Because we want to, to focus on God and to continue to preach the gospel to people that not know Christ. We have a lot of people, even they already accept Christ, but now they start following Jesus. We have some people even here, they not know Christ. Who can go speak to these people? Who? It's me and you. It's not just Pastor Aaron. It's not just the leaders. Each person believe you accept Christ. You have responsibility to make somebody coming to Christ. If you have some friends or maybe somebody you know and accept Christ and right now is not following Jesus, you want to make the date, you want to make sure maybe you take him for bowling, maybe putt-putt, maybe golf, maybe a dinner, maybe lunch. You encouraging coming back to Jesus. This is our job, my friends. This is our job. You know what Satan is doing? Oh, he knows. He knows enough. I don't want to, to put my life here. No, this is Satan. Each person wants you encouraging. You encouraging. You pray. You talk to your mom. You talk to your brother. You talk to each person. This morning, because Dovi and I, we are church planting. And we've seen the way, the way we pray, God is teaching us how we can speak to the people. So this morning, I just want to encourage you. How many people you know, maybe you have company, maybe you're working in a company, maybe you're working home, maybe you, how many people around you, you know they're not know Christ? This is the question. If somebody died and they're not know Christ, this is maybe, I don't know, maybe. God says, so what do you do for this person? Because sometimes we're working, you know, we, we're just working and we're coming busy, you know, we're busy, we're busy. But Jesus, if he's coming back today, we go home. But we're coming busy for one area, it's not our home. The Bible says our citizenship is in heaven. So we want to make sure we're passing tickets to the people. Hey guys, this is a ticket for heaven. It's Jesus. But we're worried about this world so messed up and a lot of stuff. And we focus on and Satan bring this junk. A lot of things we cannot do anything. And we focus for problem in this world. But we not remember what is our job to stay in this, in, in this world. It's to pray, to love Jesus, to find somebody is not know Christ. And to encourage him. To accept Christ, and one day, maybe today, maybe tomorrow, who knows? If Jesus is coming back, we go home. I just shock the people. <laughs> Sometimes I, tell, I say, Dorothy, if, Dorothy if, if, God is, if God is asking people, when you guys want me to come back, I think it's a lot of Christians, they say, hey, Jesus, Jesus, stay a little bit because I have a lot of stuff I want to do it. No, 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 no. Heaven, I believe, is a good place for us. But I believe, I believe around this church, 
Maybe your house look left, left, right, and left. My English, I want to say this, my English is not good, so, so, so don't say, ah, Gil, what do you speak about me? You know, you, this language is tough, but I'm glad God is helping me to speak. It's a very tough language to learn. So, so this morning, make list. And this is easy for ladies. Make list. First, put you and your wife and children, I tell you, if, if you don't have enough time with God, this world is not nice. It's not matter you rich, you eat, you shower, you drink water, you drink soda, you drink coffee. If you don't have enough time with the word of God and praying, you can upset a lot of times. And I tell you, I don't know if you believe you or not, but I want to tell you this. Satan is so smart, and maybe in America you don't understand. In the bush we understand because nothing you can do if you not spend the time with Jesus. Nothing. Nobody can come and accept Christ because these people, they're living in darkness. It's a lot of witchcraft that they're talking, they're using children for witchcraft. This is why we're building schools. Even we're building Christian schools, the parents, some parents, they're not want to sending these children to schools. They want, because if you have a daughter, a girl, if you have a daughter, in the Toga people, this is the way you can, you can, you can come in rich. They're giving somebody to marry your daughter because they can bring a cows. If in that time they're ready um, for seventh grade, they want to go to secondary school. Some parents, they say, nope, I don't want to send her to secondary school. This is enough. She can go married. God speak to us and he says, continue showing these people I love so much. Dofi and I, we pray and we're helping these children to go to secondary school. You know, Pastor Aaron, it's so interesting. Uh, uh, Christian always we worried about money. And I believe this is Satan because you go in cities, even in Tanzania, they have secondary schools, they have schools, but they make harder the children coming to secondary school because if, if we allowing, if we're making it cheap and we allow these children come to church, come to school, they're learning about Jesus. You know what Muslims they're doing? They're making free. Everybody, they bring children, but they teach about Muslims. But Christians, oh, you know, then, then, then. So just pray for us. We want to see people accept Christ. We want to see children accept Christ. And we see it. God, we see miracles happening to the school. Uh, when a boy, he accepted Christ, and his father always, he beating every day, every day because he want to come to church. And nobody uh, telling him, come to church. He, he want to come to Sunday, he want to come to church, but his father, because he's not Christian, he beating this boy, his mom's sick. God using miracles and uh, this child, I think he has a headache, and God held him, and his mom's sick. And later, his father telling, take even your mom to the church, because I'm tired for selling my cows. He, take, he go with his son, she go to the church. The first day, she, uh, she accepted Christ, God held her coming back home, is testimony for 
her husband. He accepted Christ. He go to church and repent, and he says, I make a mistake. He cried, and he accepted Christ. You see, God is doing miracle, and, and, and this family coming to know Christ. Not, not the, just this family, but each person. Dophi and I, we see people, miracles happening. And for us, it's easy because we don't have TV, we don't have Instagram, we don't have Facebook, we don't have uh, Twitter, we don't have anything. This is everything. Facebook, TV, remote, radio is here. Because it's in the bush. So it's nothing we can say, I just want to go watch movie. No, we don't have movie, movie is this. So you don't have anything. I know I go this way and this way and this way, but my point is this. America people, this country is a gift from God. America is a gift from God. If people in America, I see even right now, I see little kids, parents. The kids, the way you're living right now, it's the way you're allowing God to continue to helping this country and this case they can continue. The way you're coming lazy, you don't want to spend time with God, you don't want to come to church, you're running away with God Sundays, you go for vacation, you go for picnic, you go for what? And sometimes we're thinking it's us, but it's Satan. Some people, they, they take children Sundays to the program for anything, like Pastor Aaron says, I don't know, it's this week. They have a camp for children. So if you don't care for, Satan is coming and say, oh, why you spend a lot of money? Because even now the gas is a lot of gas. You know, the prices go up. So don't send your kids. Because Satan knows. He can use something look, like, like true, but it's not. Your child is very important to know Christ. Don't worry about money. God, he knows. If God, if God is not knows, why are we preaching? You know, sometimes I'm just shocked. People, they're putting God in the box and they want to do a lot of things. No, we want to love in God and we say, God, I'm here. Everything you see it, everything you know. I believe you. I'm sending my children. I want to know you. I want to know you. I want to grow up to understand about Jesus. This is a gift of you because... First people, they stand up in America and they say, we believe in God and they're sending missionaries, they're doing so. Because it's a generation, generation, they're not believing. I tell you, a lot of things is happening in America and I just shock and I say, what has happened? Because Satan, he wants to change this country coming bad. So who has a power in America? A lot of people that I think they're not remembered. Who has a power to change America, to change China, to change Canada, to change uh, uh, Africa? Who? God. Amen. Only God. So I want to tell you the problem we have right now. We're not coming in the knees and we say, God, we don't want to look the president. We don't, we don't want to look the governor. We not want to look senator because this is a people. This is our leaders. They cannot do anything about this country because this country is from God. The nation, 
The only can change this nation, bring healing in this country is God. The moment Christians, we coming in the knees and we say, God, everything right now we don't understand and we don't know, so we repent our sin and God, please, we repent. Change America, bring healing, bring everything, heal this country, bring economy, God helping, God, he can change. God, he can change. We want to lift our eyes to the people. We want to keep our eyes to God. This is, we make mistake. Our boss is watching us. And I think the question God has, he says, why you looking people? Why? Because everything God control. Everything. So God, even this morning, I pray in the name of Jesus. God, we repent because we are people, we're making mistakes every day. And God, sometimes you don't understand why we're doing it. But I believe Satan, you want to change this country coming bad. And God, I pray in the name of Jesus. God, I pray because you love so much people around the world. So I pray for America, I pray for children, I pray for women, I pray for girls, I pray for boys, I pray for police, I pray for military, I pray for young people, I pray for government. God, we repent in the name of Jesus. A lot of people, they are worried right now, they say something coming bad. God, I say in the name of Jesus, we pray, anything we heard, we see, it's not true. It's the lies of Satan because you are boss. You control everything. And the enemies in America, outside America, they want to make this country bad. God, we say in the name of Jesus, we close everything. They want to do it. We say in the name of Jesus, no. God, we believe you because you love us so much. I pray for the church in America. I pray for those people, they're afraid of coming back to the church for no reason sometimes because they feel comfortable, because they have houses, they have water, they have a car, and they choose to stay home. God, we say we repent in the name of Jesus. We have some people, they not have a car, they not have a road, they not have food, they not have water, and they're walking for two hours, go to church. Some people, they're living in two minutes, and they not want to come to church to worshiping you. God, we repent. We repent to Jesus. This morning, we're coming to you, Jesus. I pray for those that not know you. I pray for those people they accept you and now they walked back. They go back in darkness. God, I pray in the name of Jesus. Bring revival to you, America. Bring revival in the name of Jesus. Bring revival to children. Bring revival to women and girls and boys. Bring revival in the name of Jesus. Open eyes of people coming to know you again. Remind these people, God, the blessing you're doing. Nobody died because he's hungry. Nobody died because 
cannot have a water. Everything they have, they want to have, they have it. But they're still, they're running away. They're hiding in the houses for no reason. God, I pray, please, God, talk to these people. Speak, because if you speak, they understand. So God, we thank you so much. Thank you so much for this church. Thank you so much for each church. Thank you so much for leaders. Because we want to pray for them coming to know you. Well, praise God. Uh, I think we went in a different direction, but that is the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit does that. And so just to, uh, to continue to, to uh, speak on that, we'll go to Corinthian, uh, Chronicles, 2 Chronicles, verse 14. And I know most of you are familiar with it, but it says, if my people, my people, are the church, if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways. Then I will hear from heaven and I will forgive their sins and heal their land. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. We want to encourage you, church. We have miracle after miracle to share, but there's no time for that right now. But when we believe and we listen to God's word, he does miracles. Thank you, Pastor. Thank you so much, Pastor. Thank, Thank you. you so much for Thank sharing you. and leading Thank us you. in prayer. It's so Thank important you. that we understand the power of prayer Thank you. and the power of the Holy Spirit. Amen. And we do. Our nation needs Jesus, and it needs us to respond to what the Lord wants to do. So thank you so much for sharing, and I want to encourage you to stop by and see them. Uh, Pastor Michael, will you come and the team and uh, just lead us out in prayer, uh, in worship? And uh, we just want to, again, just to allow the Holy Spirit here just to have a moment. If you need prayer today, maybe you've come in today, maybe you're burdened, maybe you need a miracle in your life. We've heard how God does miracles, and he does. He does. He does it in the bush in Tanzania, and he does it here in America. And so as the team is leading us in worship, if you need prayer today, uh, I want to invite you to come and let us pray with you. Uh, our team will be up here, and we would love to be able to pray with you for the needs that you have today. Holy Spirit, thank you for, uh, Lord, the work that you're doing in the bush in Tanzania. And, Lord, thank you for what you're doing here in America. Thank you for all the 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 freedoms that we enjoy. Thank you for all the, the luxuries, Lord. Uh, fresh water that we, we just don't even think of but is available to us. That's your love and blessing and uh, the little miracles. God, let us uh, just be open to where you would lead us today uh, that we might share with someone today who doesn't know you, but we might share with them your love today. We thank you and bless you in Jesus' name.